Welcome to the She's Fabulous Show. I'm Marianne Lim Favier. For the past 30 years, I honed my expertise to be one of the leaders in the financial services industry. Outside of work, I'm a volunteer life coach active in global communities for women. Successful as I may appear now, life has not been easy. In this podcast, I will share with you how I am able to turn hardships along my life journey into stepping stones to achieve my dreams. To me, a fabulous woman is she who courageously overcomes life challenges with grace, inspires others, and remains unstoppable. Whatever situation you are in now, choose to be fabulous. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to She's Fabulous Show. In today's episode, I want to share how I progressed into my corporate career and the lessons I learned along the way. Like many of us, I was ecstatic when I was promoted as a supervisor. But at the same time, I also felt afraid. It dawned on me that I was now given this big, big responsibility of taking charge of shaping the corporate path of this person that will be under my team. And if I fail, I will be failing this person more than failing myself. And like most of us, We do not get to choose our team members when we begin. We are given a team with some more senior than us in terms of age or of years of service, and some are younger. In my case, I was promoted to lead a team, which includes the people who trained me. If I remember correctly, this was the first hurdle I had to overcome then. How do I make the senior people believe in me as their leader? How can I make them acknowledge that although I am younger and new to the organization, I have the capabilities to lead us forward as a team? Basically, how can I make them trust me enough to work with me to achieve our goals as a team? And as I progressed forward in my career, the challenges related to this became stronger. There was a time when I was in a situation where I was promoted and became the same level as a peer to my previous boss. Even more challenging, I had experience being the boss of my previous boss. And this situation will actually stretch you out to adopt more advanced managing techniques. I guess I was actually lucky that I was exposed to to such challenging situations as those prepared me to have it easier when my career progressed to working overseas, where I had to deal with different working styles influenced by culture. It is quite interesting that when I moved over to Singapore, I thought my management style is a strong part of my skill set that I can bring over. It came as a shock to me that what I know works well to keep people engaged and stay on the job, it doesn't work for most of the people I managed. I remembered I joined a team where every week one person is serving the last day of their notice period. And I found out to my shock that the attrition rate is really high. I was the idealistic person then, thinking maybe I can turn the situation around. I did my best to keep people engaged, to put the person in the job that is the best fit, and I made sure they are being developed in their current roles. 
I would say I was quite successful because after five years, when I had to leave the company, I was leaving behind a team where 90% of them are the same people I started with. But one interesting thing that shifted through the years, I learned that no matter how much I get people to be engaged and happy, I started hearing new reasons why people leave. And I will share more on this later. I learned through the years that it is best to start knowing an employee beyond the surface, a bit of who he is without sounding like prying into their personal space, more of why they are in the job and what makes them happy or unhappy, and what they aspire for by staying in the job. I have managed people under me by first knowing what makes them tick, I realize it takes less work for me to keep them motivated and engaged if I put them in a place where they are naturally interested to be. I can let them explore on their own, and I am pleasantly surprised to see them taking more ownership of their career progression. This also allows me to have an inventory of skills I have in my team. It makes it easier to know who to engage when there is a new project or a difficult challenge to overcome. It allows me to get a difficult task done more efficiently, but also train the person forward, real-time and on the job. I learned that people stay in the job because they liked the job and the people. But I also learned that no matter how hard you try to engage people, when an opportunity comes outside, people will have the tendency to go back to the reason why they are in the job. If they are working because they need to feed the family or to support themselves, when a good offer comes, most will grab that chance to feed that basic need first. So I have learned to respect decisions to leave my team without beating myself hard that I'm not a good manager by not taking it personally. This has not been easy for me when I was a younger manager, but an important lesson I learned along the way. I have learned to really wish that person success and cherish the last few weeks to make a difference to this person and hopefully leave a lasting lesson or memory from me to bring them forward in their next career journey. I have learned to look as someone's leaving, as one door closing, but a window opening for someone else in my team. A time to make a difference in another person's life. For most of us, we like to work with people who has been with us before, knowing that their working practices and how reliable they can be. Through the years, I have learned to appreciate working with people I have not worked with before. I realize that fresh new ideas are only possible by working with a diverse team, different ages, different experiences from different companies. It stretches me out of my comfort zone when they question and challenge, when they suggest different ways of doing things from what is the current norm. That makes me grow as a manager as well. I guess our management styles depend largely on a number of things, like the competence of our employees, their maturity, the urgency or the importance of the task to deliver, and the difficult decisions to be made. But what worked for me is having these three things as integral part of how I deal 
with each individual under my care. I take managing others as a sacred responsibility to shape and to nurture another person. And I always remember that not all have the chance to make a difference. I would love to hear your thoughts about my sharing. Please connect me with me through my Facebook page, Instagram, and LinkedIn accounts. You can also know more about the services we offer through our company website at catapult.com, www.cotapult.com. I look forward to being with you in my next episode. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs, and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you've subscribed, you'll become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, life has no rewind button. Why continue to be ordinary when you have a choice to be fabulous? Sending you some inspiration and I'll speak to you soon.